0: You're listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to another episode. So today I want to talk about emotional resilience and emotional EQ. In this episode I will explain to you why your emotional health is equally as important as your physical health and I think you will all agree that the past 12 months, my god it's been one year since we've been in this pandemic, has probably caused us more stress and anxiety than any other time in our lives. And even one year in, there is still a lot of worry and uncertainty of when life will go back to some sort of normality. So when was the last time that you checked in with your emotional health or your mental health or your spiritual health? The core of every symptom, stress and disease are emotions and memories that are buried deep in our subconscious mind. And this is the elephant in the room that we are missing in Western medicine. And our trapped emotions are the source of everything that ails us. And it's so important that we understand how to remove these destructive emotions and replace them with constructive emotions. And you know, emotions can't quit. They won't go away. Over time, their emotional charge will decrease. And this will be different for everyone, whether this is minutes, hours or even days. And do stick around until the end because I give you two mindful tools that can be done in less than a few minutes that will really help you to develop a deeper sense of self-awareness and can help you master your emotions most of us know that suppressing our feelings only will create a worse situation down the road and eventually we have to face them so building resilience can really help you confront your life challenges head on as well as untangle those emotions and and stress and anxiety that we feel during difficult times and it will really help you deal with the adversity and overcome it. Now that's not to say that tough times won't be hard or challenging, but they don't have to break you, and resilience can help you stand tall and come out stronger on the other side. What does being resilient actually mean though? The most commonly accepted definition is that it's the ability to recover quickly after something unpleasant, or the ability to bounce back after some sort of adversity. And the more resilient we become, the quicker we're able to bounce back. This means that anyone can learn to become more resilient. Mostly it just takes some time and effort to develop healthy habits that help you to cope and move on during troubled times or situations, which most of us are in right now. And in fact, mental health experts define mental toughness as a combination of resilience and confidence, whereas resilience allows you to bounce back after setbacks Confidence will allow you to take advantage of opportunities and we have to remember that every adversity brings with it seeds of advantage. Or put another way, there's always a silver lining and we can always find a positive out of a negative. So let's learn more about EQ which is emotional quotient. These days, EQ, which is our emotional intelligence, is considered very important for personal success. And having a high IQ is an advantage, but having EQ can make all the difference. EQ, which is emotional quotient, is the ticket to emotional wellness, recovery for the majority of stresses in our life. And it's probably even more important than our IQ. And having a higher emotional intelligence will determine our ability to manage our feelings and our relationships. So your health does not just comprise of your physical wellness. Your health also comprises of your emotional, mental and spiritual wellness as well. To which sadly these three aspects are often neglected because we're always on the go, we're always busy thinking that if we're getting up and we've woken up without a fever or a flu or a cough or a headache that we are healthy. But then if we do get up with any physical ailments then we normally do something about it to make that ailment go away. But what we do with our emotional health is, if we are feeling stress or anxiety or any sadness or depression, it's easier just to numb it and just to distract ourselves with our busy lives and just ignore it and hope it just goes away. But I want you to understand that your physical health is a reflection of your inner health, so your emotional, mental and spiritual. And just because you are waking up healthy doesn't necessarily mean that you are We all know the importance of IQ and we want the high IQ, we want our kids to have it so that they can go off to university and get good jobs and yet this is just a social ideal but no one talks enough about emotional quotient or EI and emotional resilience And I want to talk about that today because more likely than not, you've probably spent the last year experiencing a level of emotion, a level of stress and a level of cortisol and everything else, a level of higher than what you've experienced before. And this pandemic has really turned our lives upside down and stopped our lives in one way or another. And we have all been affected by it. No one has been immune. But I have often asked myself in this past year that how did people survive in the war, in the world wars that were going on? Can you imagine cooking something in your kitchen, hanging out with your kids and your partner and then you're hearing the sirens go off and you need to go to the bomb shelter day after day after day? And this is what happened in England during World War. In fact, this takes me back to when I first moved into my house and there was a bomb shelter in the back garden And the first time that I went over to it and I opened the door and stepped into it, I just had this really cold and eerie feeling of how the people who were living in this house before me and during the time of the war had to keep running out to this bomb shelter and find refuge in it and sit there until they knew it was safe to come back into their home and then actually not even know if their home was going to be standing when they walked out of that bomb shelter. And the amount of worry and stress and anxiety and all those emotions that the whole family were feeling inside this bomb shelter. So I'm going to talk about some ideas that can help us feel more emotionally resilient, even when things feel hard and we feel a lot of panic, stress and anxiety. And living through this pandemic and even through all the politics in the US and the Black Lives Matter and other protests that have been going on in our world in this past 12 months. Well, what about all the stresses on top of that? Maybe you're having financial stresses, you are struggling with virtual schooling, you're struggling with your child's mental health, and our well-being is being compromised at the moment. And we're trying to adjust to this new way of living. And now it's been a whole year since we've been in lockdown. And you may be working from home, homeschooling. Well, I'm not homeschooling, but I've heard from my family and friends just how tough it is on both the parents and the child. You might be struggling with your marriage. Divorces and domestic violence seems to be at an all-time high this past year. And the stress is real. And I just want to pause for a moment and give you my love and my empathy. These feelings can be so strong. And you might feel that life is too hard and that you can't take it anymore. And certainly we don't want to numb out any of these feelings but there have been moments in the past year that I've needed my Netflix so much just to distract myself and sometimes the emotions are so much that we just need a break and that's okay you might be feeling emotionally exhausted and asking yourself what do I do about it and yes sometimes it's okay to numb a little bit but not all the time when we are experiencing these different negative emotions whatever the circumstance that created them you can put them under two main categories of emotions firstly what are we labeling this emotion to be? And second, what is this emotion causing me? So, in other words, what is my reaction? Is it serving me or deterring me? And how is it is having an impact on my physical health? How is my body reacting to this emotion? So, what I do is I quickly give it a label. Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling furious? Am I sad? Am I feeling anxiety? Am I feeling stress? And then I just stop whatever it is that I'm doing and I just rest there for a while, just for a few minutes, feeling it. and just feeling it where in my body I'm getting those sensations. Is it in my stomach? Is it in my chest area? Am I feeling sadness from my heart? For me, when I'm feeling stress, I get a tightness and a lot of tension and pain in my upper back and my shoulders and my neck. And then when I'm feeling any sort of worry or fear, I always have lower back pain. And this is just my body's way of communicating to me. And all of those feelings have given a physical sensation in my body and my body has responded to cortisol release in my body. And cortisol is the stress hormone which is so dangerous for our mental and physical well-being and we must avoid it where we can. So let's say Well, actually, let's start this way. I will give you the mindful tools now, which will help you to develop your emotional resilience. And then I want to take you through another really quick exercise, which is an extra mindful tool that I wanted to go through with you, which is very powerful. So let's start with think of an emotion, a most recent strong emotional experience that you've had. That you may still be holding on to in this past year, which is taking up space, mental space and emotional space, time and energy and physical space. What is it that you're holding on to that is no longer serving you from these past 12 months? And then ask yourself the question, what will there be room for when I finally let go of that? So the first mindful tool is to feel the feelings for 90 seconds. And that's all it takes. So you could be in the middle of something. You could be sitting at your desk at work. You may be cooking. You may be shopping. Whatever it is that you're doing, just stop for 90 seconds. And normally when you have that urge to just push it down because you might be too busy or you may just want to feel that you want to escape from it, instead give yourself permission to feel it for 90 seconds. You can either set a timer or just roughly work out how much 90 seconds is. And just take that moment to feel the feeling in your body and describe it thoroughly. Is it a tight knot in your stomach? Is it a tight jaw? Maybe a fluttering heart? Maybe you have other sensations in your body that are indicating that you've had a, maybe a release of cortisol hormone in your body. Or you've been triggered by some comment or some word that someone has said to you. And clearly identify it when it arises. And I then want you to give that emotion a label. What is that emotion? Is it stress? Is it anxiety? Is it panic? Is it sadness? Is it anger? Is it frustration? Is it fear? Is it worry? Whatever your own label is for that emotion... And then connect it to the part of the body that you're feeling the sensation in. And just feel it for 90 seconds. And just breathe in and out, slowly and deeply. And just allow yourself to experience the feeling fully. Don't deny the feeling or push it down. Just be present with it. And after 90 seconds, witness the shift in your body, in your mind and your actions. And what I do which really helps is I breathe into that part of the body where I'm feeling the sensation and I visualize almost like that feeling is sitting inside of me but when I'm doing my exhale on the deep breathing in, on the exhale, I will breathe it out. And I say to myself, I don't want to hold on to this. This is not serving me. I want to move on from it. And I let it go. I let it out. The second mindful tool is... To manage stress and anxiety, especially, is and the key to dealing with this is to fully acknowledge how you are feeling. So try this simple exercise, and it just helps to say it out loud. So the first thing you're going to say to yourself is, so the first question you will ask yourself is, "I am feeling," and then fill in the blank. So I feel, for example, stress, anxious, upset, whatever it is you're feeling, you saying it out loud. And then the second step is, you're saying to yourself, I'm okay with feeling, and then fill in the blank, whether it's stress, anxious, upset. And then the third thing you say to yourself is, I accept feeling, and then you fill in the blank, stressed, anxious, or upset. And then just place your hand on your chest and just take some deep breaths and know that these feelings are just temporary and they will eventually pass. And being present with them will allow them to move and release, rather than just ignoring them and numbing them, which we will then just suppress them. And the more we resist what we feel, the more it will cause us suffering. Surrendering to our true inner feelings is healing and heightens our emotional intelligence. And it's okay to cry and to feel defeated. It doesn't mean you're weak just means you're letting yourself feel. So those are two really quick exercises which won't even take you more than a couple of minutes to do and it's always best to do them as soon as you know that emotion has come up and the more you practice them the more resilient you will become. So those of you who want to go one step deeper, I've previously spoken about on my previous episodes about the power of journaling and until you don't try this you will not know how powerful it actually is. So this next exercise is going to be a journaling and burning ritual. And this is not just for building your emotional resilience, but it's also to give you a mental declutter, which is so important to do to create more space in our minds. And we've heard of the cliche phrase, I'm going to have a spring clean. And usually that means that we have a deep clean of our homes and our wardrobes. But doing a mental declutter from time to time will really help you build your emotional resilience and to help you manifest new things into your life. So this is how we're going to start this exercise. We are going to start with a purge and just releasing everything from the last one year and the past year has been a year that none of us expected and it may be your greatest blessing, your greatest teacher, it might have been your biggest challenge or it might be a total write-off. Whatever it is that needs to be released and it needs to be burnt so just think of So think of it almost being like a funeral around it. We need to burn and we do a fire around it so that we can have a proper closure and we can move forward and say a proper goodbye to all those things that have come up in our past 12 months. So that could be anything left undone, anything inside of you, any emotions that are not serving you, any old habits that need to die. We want to leave them all behind. And we have to do them consciously and willingly and saying, hey, I'm willing to surrender these things that no longer serve me. So we will start with the purge and the releasing. And this is such an important part of manifesting anything new into your life. And the famous saying, out with the old, in with the new. You have to declutter and throw out the old in order to create space and bring more into your life. So this is a journaling and a burning ritual which takes a little bit longer and the power of rituals. Rituals are just reminding us of our connection to the divine. It's reminding us that we don't have to do this alone. The universe does have our back and we don't always have to be on our own. And just working from our left brain, work hard, play hard and just grind all the time. I do a lot of burning rituals that they are so powerful and The fire and the burning transmutes energy that we want to release, that negative energy that gets dislodged and blocks our energy system. And I always feel such a big release and I visualise the negativity burning away. So for this exercise, you may need around 20 minutes of alone time and really make it sacred, make it a ritual space, light a candle, burn some incense, maybe some essential oils, And when you light a candle, this signifies bringing more light into your life. And then think about what it is that you want to release from the past year. Maybe there's something you need to heal from. Maybe there's something that's made you frustrated, something that's made you angry, perhaps you're scared or disappointed with something, something that you were looking forward to that didn't happen. Maybe it was a financial goal that you didn't meet or a job that you had lost, a relationship that ended, the loss of a loved one. Maybe a big holiday that you had to cancel. Whatever it is, I just want you to get all that stuff up and out. So we are going to rage it out. We're going to purge it out. So you can do it out loud by speaking it. Or you can say it silently in your mind if you don't want to journal around it. Although the exercise is more powerful if you write it down from your soul, from your mind, through your heart, through the hand and the pen and the paper. This is where you feel the most powerful release. So I just want you to rant and get all that frustration and negativity and everything that you've been holding on to release it and let it go so that we can come and release it and let it go so that we can become a clean and clear vessel to allow more cosmic energy to come through. And if you're doing this journaling exercise whilst you're listening to this audio, then pause now to do the journaling exercise part of it and we will come back to doing the burning ritual part of it. Okay, so now you've done the journaling part. How did that feel? Did you feel a release? Did you feel any weight lift off you? So next, I want you to burn that piece of paper. Fire and burning transmutes energy, and we want to release that negative energy that gets dislodged and blocks our energy system. So, you can do the candle flame release. So, if you did light a candle, you can use the same candle. And when you are ready to burn, please do this in a safe place, preferably outdoors or in the kitchen sink. And just light the corner of that paper and just watch it burn and just feel the release as the paper burns. And then all you're doing with the ashes is you're just releasing them and just throwing them into earth. So I've given you some ideas for calming your emotions and to bring that threshold down, that threshold for stress and anxiety. And remember that the core of every symptom, stress and disease, are emotions and memories that are buried in our subconscious mind. And just developing that deeper sense of self-awareness can really help you master your emotions. And we know that suppressing our feelings will only create a worse situation down the road and eventually we have to face them. And we don't want to be facing the big, black, ugly demons of years and years of suppressed emotions. So building that resilience can really help you confront your life challenges head on and deal with the adversities and overcome them. So I hope you found today's episode really helpful. And that you will apply some of those techniques some of the tools that i have given to you really simple but powerful tools okay my lovelies that's all i have for you for today and i will see you next time bye